Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We'll appear in the sky, and it's God's act of mercy to correct the conscience of the world, a world that is going in the wrong direction. And everyone will see suddenly their interior self, what their soul is like, and they will see all their sins and the consequences of those sins. And after that, they will have the chance to understand that there is a God, they do have a soul, and what's right and what's wrong, and to make a choice for God or away from Him at that moment. So it'll be one of the greatest acts of mercy that God has ever given to the world. So that's what the warning is. Dan, do you have any questions, my friend? Sure. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so, this is a prophecy. Is it a prophecy based on scripture? I guess it's actually in the Book of Revelation and detailed more in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter twenty-four. Okay. It talks about what precedes it is that everything goes dark to catch the world's attention. So. Night will be dark, day will be dark all around the world, and then suddenly the sky will light up with the cross, with Jesus in his resurrected form on it. And so day will be brighter than day, and night will be brighter than day. And from the wounds, from the holes in his wounds, the rays of light will descend upon the earth and will illuminate everyone's conscience. And everyone will be alone with God and with themselves in that moment, not paying attention to anyone near them. Everything will stop, and they will see themselves. And I didn't believe it, and I thought it was rather outlandish, but eight years ago I sensed that God wanted me to write about this because it had been prophesied by St. Edmund Campion, Blessed Anna Maria Taiji, St. Pope Pius IX, St. Faustina Kowalska, so many, I mean, I could go on and on. St. Paul VI, Father Stephen Agobi, Matthew Kelly, a founder of the Dynamic Catholic Institute, a servant of God, which is someone on their way to sainthood, Maria Speranza, and so forth and so on. And so everyone, all these different people of different ages and different centuries, different backgrounds who knew nothing of one another and who didn't have a common source, were saying that this was going to happen. And I said to God, okay, this is, this is pretty big. Um, if you want me to write about it, I'd like to meet people who have already had an illumination of their own conscience. So I kid you not, within eight weeks I met five people who had their conscience suddenly against their will illuminated, and their lives were never the same, and they were willing to share their very personal stories with me. And I learned of five others who also ended up in the book, and their stories are absolutely incredible and it lasted about five minutes earthly time to them but when they came out of it they were never the same so um this came you said both revelation and matthew yes um let's see if i have that handy so in matthew 24 
Um, it talks about, and here we go. Immediately, and this is what precedes the illumination of conscience. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. And the stars will fall from the sky and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. And then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in heaven and all the tribes of the earth will mourn. And the mourning comes from seeing our own sin. And they will see the Son of Man coming upon the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he will send out his angels with a trumpet blast. And they will gather his elect from the four winds, from one end of the heavens to the other. And so the last part is those who choose him will band together and fight for good. It won't be an easy time. It'll be a time when people are very polarized against one another, even more so than right now. I, I, I hear what you're saying, and I understand what you're saying. And um, I like to think of myself as a Catholic Christian. I, I practice as good as I can for what I am. But I, I, I have been fortunate enough to, to travel uh, a good bit in my life out of the United States. And I look at the United States and I look at other countries around the world and I see an abandonment of Christianity. And, and not only that, an abandonment of all formal religion. There is no need of God in the uh, many millions upon millions of people's lives. So why... Yeah, we are living in a time that's an abandonment of faith, for sure. Yeah. More so than in the history of the world. Mm -hmm. I agree. And, and so with that, I'm, I'm thinking in terms of, okay, if that's true, and the evidence is clearly there looking at the number of churches that have closed and the congregations that have disintegrated into nothing, both domestic and foreign, um, and, and spent a lot of time in Europe, uh, uh, and the, 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 the presence of, of, of secularism in uh, political correctness uh, is so dominant there. Um, I wonder if there will be people who will look into the sky and don't really care. That God won't allow that to happen. Uh, they'll look into the sky. It, it will be unavoidable because Earth will suddenly be so different. And they'll see their souls whether they want to see them or not. So this penetration is not something that people can avoid. And in the book of Revelation, it says that people will try to hide underneath rocks. They'll, they'll cower. You know, we'll, that's what we do when we feel shame. And, you know, we just want to hide and pretend like it's not there, but we'll all mm -hmm. be exposed. And even those in, a, in our Catholic faith who've received the sacrament of reconciliation, that's the best thing we can do is do a general confession, a whole life confession, and we're forgiven our sins, but we will still see them. The sins we've confessed will be different in that they won't sting as much as the ones we have not confessed in the sacrament. But perfect contrition is hard to understand. If we see what our sins really did to Jesus and we see what they did to us and to the others and how they reverberated outward through time, 
that's very different than saying, oh, I'm sorry, I just did that. So we'll have, we'll have full knowledge. Everyone on earth will have full knowledge at that moment of, of God is real, of what the church is, and, and, and that the Catholic Church does possess the truth. That'll be a shock for many people. And what you're saying will happen after that, because after that, the devil will be kept at bay. Therefore, people can use their free will, very free will, without temptation, to make a decision. No one will be able to say at that moment, there is no God. No one will be able to say, I didn't know there was sin, or I didn't even know that I did that sin. Everyone will know. So it's a choice made in perfect freedom. But then after a while, people's habits will come back. Satan will come back to do his normal tempting and that's when people will be fooled. The media will come in and will say it was just a solar flare. It was just some kind of collective illusion. Uh, we found out that the magnetic flare of radiation in the Earth's core, blah, 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 will just completely find an unscientific, but call it a scientific explanation as to why it happened. And then people will be fooled. Because it's easier to think that we're better than we really are and not have to make some changes, right? Um, and people who don't want to make those changes and who don't want to accept what happened will go back into denial, slide back into excuses, and, and do a complete about-face and turn very dark. Because when you've been given the truth and such a beautiful mercy, I mean, God loves us, and he's doing this to say, come back. I, you tell me you don't know me. You tell me you don't understand. I'm showing you everything. I will forgive you every single thing. Just come to me. I'm here. I'm going to embrace you. I love you. And when we say no, then we put a complete barrier between ourselves and God. And, and that's when people will go the opposite direction. Uh, and those who say yes and say, please forgive me. I love you. And let's let's be saints, will we'll rapidly move toward him as well, hence the two extremes. So what you're, what you're, the prophecy that you're dealing with is not the end of time. It's something else. It's not the end of time. It's, it's the, uh, I think of the REM song, it's the end of the world as we know it, meaning it's the culmination of the prayer that Jesus, Jesus taught us. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It's the answer to that prayer. It's the answer in Isaiah where the lion lays down with the lamb, where uh, the earth is reckoned, where the, the new Jerusalem appears on earth. It's all in scripture. And we are actually living in the times of the book of Revelation. The, all the chaos and corruption and earthquakes and fires in California where I live, that's just a precursor of, unfortunately, major events to come because humanity is not waking up and God will do whatever he can to say, look, I don't want to lose a single one of you. If I have to shake up the whole world, I will so that you know that I'm real and there is a heaven and I want you here with me. So... And there's a lot to come, and people will have to make a choice. And forgive me, I totally forgot your last question. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, I, I'm just—we were talking about Revelation, and we we're talking about about 
whether this was the end of time and you said it was not the end oh, of time. Oh no, so it's not the end of time. <clears throat> it's it's a new it's a new heaven and a new earth in that um in Fatima, I don't know if our listeners as you as a Catholic would know about that, but in mm-hmm. 1917 our our lady of Fatima appeared in Fatima, Portugal. And she said, I want you to go to Mass the five first Saturdays. I want you to pray the rosary. I want you to do penance. I want you to fast. Uh, And if you heed my request, there will be peace. And if you don't, there will be another war. And then people didn't heed her request. Very few did. And she said, "If, if you do not, there will be a sign in the sky and a war will erupt. And sure enough, a huge red, a, a friend of mine's grandfather saw it in Europe. It it was a red, bright red sky that was all over Europe and going further north, and everyone saw it. And that was the sign, and then World War II erupted. And then she also, that prophecy that she said in Fatima came true, she also said, in the end, my immaculate heart will triumph, and the world will be granted an era of peace. This era of peace is also in scripture. It's called the the thousand year reign of peace, which is metaphorical, not exactly a thousand years, but the earth will be granted a period of peace. Now this period of peace is absolutely beautiful. Those who live to see it will see the earth renewed. We'll see heaven and earth unite in a sense. There'll be a new heaven and a new earth and people will be at peace and the lion will lay down with the lamb. And then after uh, maybe three generations or so, then the final battle at the end of time when Satan returns, then it's no fun. (laughs) And that's when you have the end, the end, the end, the end. This is the end of an era. And do you have a sense are are we close? There are two mystics. One is an abbot, and he's an exorcist, and he is in Quebec, Canada. In fact, I just spent the weekend on the retreat with him. And he, God the Father, has spoken to him since he was age three, and he has the approval of his bishop. And he was told that it would be this generation, and... So, and also in the book I wrote, and the book, by the way, is called The Warning, Testimonies and Prophecies of the Illumination of Conscience, and you can find that on Amazon. You can also go to queenofpeacemedia.com, that's queenofpeacemedia.com, and just look for The Warning. And in that book, what I do is I chronicle all these different prophecies and you notice throughout time that they get more and more urgent. God is saying it's closer and closer and closer and closer. And so this priest exorcist I mentioned says it's this generation show does another mystic approved by her bishop, Luz de Maria de Bonilla. Um, just in the last four months, the messages have said this generation. And when you say this generation, do you mean boomers, millennials? Uh, what what does that define? What that means for me? I'm interpreting this based on how uh, this priest, Father Michelle, is speaking to pockets of people uh, and saying that 
those who are worried, kind of up in years, needn't worry that they will live through it. So I don't, I can't say exactly. Only God knows the timing. But he's not just talking to young people. And I'm assuming generation could mean someone in their 60s or 70s who lives long enough could experience it. Mm. And, um, well, let's take, you said this, the, the whole world will go dark and then the sky will open with the, the, the cross and Jesus on it? Yes. What about the people who have a religious belief but not in Jesus? What about them? You know, it's very interesting. There's another, he's in my book, his story's just incredible. He's like a modern-day St. Paul. His name is Marino Restrepo. And he was kidnapped by Colombian rebels and tortured in the Amazon jungle for about six months. And he was a big Hollywood player, and he ended up having an illumination of his conscience overnight. And he received an extra gift. Very, I think there's only two people in the world who've received his, this gift. He has an apostle now approved by his bishop, Pilgrims of Love. He, I mean, you got to read the book, just, the warning book, just to read his story. Unbelievable. But he was told by the Lord, because in addition to the illumination of conscience, he received this rare gift of an infusion of divine knowledge. So he said, I could speak a thousand talks, and I wouldn't even skim the surface of what God revealed to me in one night. And so he has a, he's on YouTube all over the place, and he's very powerful to listen to. He, he speaks in Spanish and English. And... He said that there will be a mass movement of the Jewish people coming into the Catholic Church, and there will also be Islamic people running into the Catholic Church, and this will surprise Christians. They'll, they'll think, wait, how on earth? So they will, they will understand, because of this illumination of conscience that Jesus started was the founder of the Catholic Church. Granted, it has humans in it who sin, but his sacraments, his presence in the Church has been there from the beginning. And so everyone will understand that, and there will be long lines for confession, there'll be mass baptisms. For those who, who wish to run towards God, they will be fully welcomed and warmed. So that the... the 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 revealing of this and and do we have a sense do you have a sense of how long this thing will take to play out starting with which event well when when the skies go dark and the and the crucifix with Jesus on it appears in the sky is this something that's a matter of moments or is it going to take months or years to to play out or or do you have any idea so collecting all of the prophecies and putting them all together, they all say the same thing in that the cross will be in the sky for a while. I think it's about seven days. St. Faustina Kowalska, the saint of divine mercy, was also shown that event, and she wrote about it in her diary. And so the illumination of conscience happens shortly after the sky appears and the light rays come onto the earth. But then the cross remains, and it remains as a sign of hope for those who begin to believe or have always believed, and it's a sign of confusion 
for those who do not, and they'll do what they can to try to find a scientific explanation as to why that cross won't go away. <laughs> and so that will happen. And then um, according to Father Michelle, God the Father told him about six and a half weeks is, is the time where the devil will be kept at bay and, and Christians will be on the move trying to help those understand what just happened to them, that they have a soul, that Jesus is real, that the Bible is real, that we're living in some of the prophesied events. And they'll begin to understand. And then uh, then will be hard times, and Christians will have to kind of go underground, as it were. Then um, things will get worse. And there's a new book I should probably write because people are asking questions about what happens after the warning. But in the end, everything turns out good. <laughs> in good. the end, Mary's Immaculate Heart will triumph. So uh, I'll probably have to do a book called before and after the warning. But for now, the warning says a lot. The warning, testimonies, and prophecies of the illumination of conscience. You'll learn so much. Not only that, you'll learn about your own soul and how God sees us in the light of our sin. We don't really understand that by and large as a people, and the book is extremely revealing as to who we are and what is right and what is wrong, which is very convoluted nowadays, and people don't understand who they really are or why they're here. Hi, Q, are you still there? Of course, I'm listening. I'm learning. I, I, I want to hear your I want to hear your thoughts. Don't, because this is beyond my intellectual capacity. <laughs> I'm listening, I'm learning way beyond my intellectual capacity. Uh, you know, the the, war the warning will be beyond most people's intellectual capacity. It'll be a shock. It'll be a big shock. Okay, so I'll be. I will watch with the revelations. I promise you, I will. <laughs> so you think it's going to happen in your lifetime, but it may not happen in my lifetime since I'm seventy-four. You're seventy-four. Are you healthy? <laughs> yes. Then it might happen in your lifetime. Yes. Uh, okay. And you know, God is, and and. Not everyone, this is, this is harsh to say, and it was hard to write about, but this is what God has told these different prophets, more than one, and some of them were children and knew nothing about this, and some of them, you know, have been canonized by the Catholic Church as saints and, and are authentic witnesses, have said that many will not survive. They will die because of the shock. So if someone is in mortal sin, which is very serious sin, and they've been in mortal sin for a long time, they will not be able to live through the shock of it because we're, as we live, as we walk, as we breathe, we're either, our soul is either internally in heaven, meaning if we were to die right now and the person is truly full of every virtue and, and they are have been seeking to be like Jesus, or like God, their whole lives, and they're truly holy, inside, heaven is already in them. So when they die, they simply walk into heaven. And as the Catholic Church teaches us, some of them have yet to be purified. Heaven wouldn't be heaven if people walked into it dragging all their sins in there with them. So there's a purification, and it is biblical. I know this show isn't about proving that purgatory is in the Bible, but it is. 
people who are living in purgatory and still need some defects perfected before they're truly godly, then they will feel the pain of their sins, the ones that have yet to be purified during the warning. And those who already are in hell, they, they, the only thing that is different for a person who is alive on this earth but is living like a living hell is that what's missing is the feeling of hell. What's missing is the burning and the, the terror of it. And they will feel that in the warning, meaning it's time now to repent. It's time now to change our ways. It's time now to read scripture. And if a person, you know, if a person understands in their conscience that some things that society is saying are right are terribly wrong, then they need to go with what the church teaches and not with what the world is telling them because it's, it could be life or death. And, what and is, death is, yes. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry for interrupting. I didn't, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I, I know we're almost out of time. I just wanted to ask one, one quick, one more quick question. What, what does Rome say? What does the Holy See say about this? Well, it's interesting. The Holy See has canonized uh, two of the popes that have spoken of this, and it re quite recently. So, um, Pope Paul VI said that this would happen and that it was needed, and St. Pope Pius IX has said this would happen. The Church has approved of St. Faustina Kowalska's writings and said they are of God, and this is mentioned in her spiritual diary, St. Faustina Kowalska. The Church has approved the apparitions of Jesus and Mary at Heed, Germany, in World War II, and it's mentioned in, in some detail in that set of apparitions of Our Lady and Jesus to four young girls. The Church has approved of the Flame of Love movement of the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Elizabeth Kindleman is a Hungarian mystic. It came through the um, bishop in Hungary. The prelate of Hungary said that her diary is real and true, and it has the Catholic imprimatur of the Church, and it's mentioned in there. Um, so I could go on. Servant of God, Maria Esperanza, her church-approved apparitions in Baton of Venezuela. It was spoken of to her, and she is considered on her way to sainthood. And others who've also been approved by the church that I've already mentioned. So, yes, in that sense, through these individual people, um, the church has welcomed their writings and what God has been saying to them. Thank you so much. Well, You're uh, welcome. but before we let you go, uh, Christine, how do we find you online? Uh, pick up your book, everything else. So the website where all of my books are, and this is the latest one, is www.queenofpeacemedia.com. And the book is called The Warning, Testimonies and Prophecies of the Illumination of Conscience. And you can also find The Warning on Amazon. But queenofpeacemedia.com is the website. Fantastic. Well, uh, IQ, how do we find you online, my friend? You, you, you've got all sorts of books and everything else. Well, uh, I am www.christine, with a C-H, Christine Watkins. W-A-T-K-I-N-S, 
ChristineWatkins.com. Fantastic. Okay, IQ Al-Rizzoli, uh, you, your, your books, how, how, how do we find them? It's on Amazon. It's a trilogy called Lifting the Veil, the True Faces of Muhammad and Islam. All you have to do is Google my name, Al-Rizzoli, A-L-R-A-S-S-O-L-I. That's it. Thank you. And uh, Dan, uh, how, how do we find your books and, and nonprofit and everything else? The best thing to find me is danperkins.guru. Uh, we are um, this coming Saturday kicking off the uh, the new the program under songs and stories of uh, Sanibel Shoes for Homeless Veterans. And I was at Bank of America this afternoon, and they said, we got four large garbage bags of brand new women's shoes. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.